Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live from New York, it's the show that will take your iPad. It's first things first (laughs) on today's show. It's the roughing the passer penalty heard round the world. Was Tom Brady lucky to escape oh, with a the win? Oh, Cup radio break? Well, stop Who could have seen We're that not, coming? Okay, here we go. <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, Kyler costs the Cardinals. Is yeah, anyone on the panel ready to admit that the Cardinals are not Super Bowl bound? We discussed. <laughs> and finally, another Sunday, another Jimmy Literally, G. That's Jimmy all he does. You can set your watch. It's to all it. he does. Wow. How does this make the open? Let me introduce everybody alongside Nick Wright. I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew. Were you shocked that Jimmy G got another I, win? Shocked? I would have been shocked if he'd got an L. Yeah, it's me so too. infrequent that he yeah. he loses. They're playing the Panthers, America. Well, what are we talking about? And your quarterback Baker Mayfield. Not my quarterback. Oops. Not my quarterback. He was at one point. But we start. <laughs> With the Cowboys. Somebody had this on upset alert, Brew. Give me some flowers. Thank you. About time. Well, it only took five weeks for me to get my my love. Cooper remains perfect. Defense remains dominant. Here's Jerry Jones on any budding quarterback. quarterback. But if they're both healthy, Dak is your quarterback, correct? Dak is the the number one quarterback. Dak is our, our, our guy. Uh, but isn't it great that somebody came in and played well enough so Absolutely. that we can ask that question? That's my point. Broussard, did Cooper Rush do enough to spark a quarterback controversy? Ooh. Well, let me say this loud and clear. There is a quarterback controversy in Dallas. Go up. Full blown. Full blown. Right. The pressure on Dak Prescott has been ratcheted up to here. But not because of Cooper Rush. Oh, twist. It's because of that defense. That is a Super Bowl caliber defense. So, you know what that means? It means if Dak Prescott, when he gets back, and I wouldn't bring him back against Philly, I'd bring him back against Detroit, right? They play Detroit next. Get him a couple wins. Detroit, Chicago, I think. Get him a couple wins when he comes right back. But when Dak Prescott comes back, Wiles, if he is the guy, that they've been saying he is, right? Preseason, he's a top 10 quarterback in all the surveys. He's making $40 million a year. If he's that guy, then the Dallas Cowboys should get at least to the NFC title game for the first time in 27 years, at least that far. Because the defense, Nick, as I said, 
arguably the best in the league. Yeah. Right. Micah Parsons is Lawrence Taylor. Okay. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go there. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to go there. Let's call him Derek Thomas first. Well, and then it was I like the Lawrence Taylor, but but whatever the case, he's awesome. Greatest defensive he's awesome, ever. Right. Okay, he's right. awesome. Sure. The running game is thunder and lightning. I want to see Tony Pollard get the ball more, all right? He needs to get yep. a couple of those plays where Zeke got kind of tripped up, right? Pollard may have busted sure. him for big runs like he did the 157-yarder. but the re- And the receivers are solid. If Dak is a top 10, 12-ish quarterback, sure. everything is in place so, to get them to the NFC title game. It. And I say that last – I say title game because the only team, if they're clicking and Dak is that guy – the only team I see that would be equal or better than them in NFC San Francisco. is no is Brady. Oh, okay, because lack you, of faith you, in Jimmy G. Hate you to got see Tom it. Brady. Great defense, great running. Game. Now San Francisco is tough, but you got Tom Brady. You got a defense that's great, maybe not as good as Dallas's, and you got better weapons. At the receiver. Well, maybe. I mean, at I don't receiver. know. We'll see. I mean, at receiver, we'll see. I mean, I, the Julio's already hurt again. They have Mike Evans. As long as they have C. Godwin Lamb. and Evans. And, but Godwin, we, we also got to see how healthy he can okay. stay coming off of the major injury and then some other things. But let's stay on Dallas for a moment because I agree with the vast majority of what Chris Broussard just mm. said. And I think we are now to a point where this season mm. is going to be the defining stretch of Dak Prescott's career up to this point. Hmm. Because it is very difficult to add any excuses to the equation for Dak now, for this season. You have arguably, and we can show the numbers for the defense. Let's do the defense numbers if we can get those pulled up. You have arguably the best defense in football. And this is where I underrated the Cowboys. I made two mistakes on valuing the Cowboys. One was Cooper Rush I thought was going to be terrible, and he's been adequate. But can we show the defensive numbers? I thought they had a top five defense. They have arguably the very best defense in all of football. And so you have that. Tyron Smith at some point will be coming back like in December, and they have been able – Cooper Rush has been able to be – Adequate, not great at all, and yesterday wasn't even good, but has not been ruined by not having Cooper Rush. They're not having Tyron Smith, pardon me. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the running game, and they've shown the ability to not botch or butcher end-of-game situations or end-of-half situations the way they did last year. So, listen, I think the media, by default, because Dak's not going to go undefeated, and Cooper Rush up to this point has gone undefeated, will, if the Cowboys stumble, make this about should you go back to Cooper Rush? That, to me, is a nonsense discussion. Cooper Rush is a limited player who's played in a limited capacity but played within himself well. The real question is, does Dak Prescott deserve to be in all the commercials? Does Dak Prescott deserve to be one of the celebrity quarterbacks in the league? Right. Or has he just been gifted that by virtue of being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? We're going to find that out now because they have enough everywhere else. They have enough on the offensive line, even though it's not great. They have enough at the wide receiver position. They have more than enough at the running back spot. And they have the right now, at worst, a top three defense and maybe the league's best defense. So all that plus soft-ish schedule should lead to a legitimate contender if, like Bruce said, Dak is the guy that the media and the marketing campaigns have made him out to be. So what if Dak doesn't have to be the guy? What if Dak can play at this level, but maybe the Cowboys are better off having Dak play right here? 
Because to me, the Cowboys are now at a space where they are a exceptional restaurant. Here's a, a little dining rule of thumb. The more stuff on the menu, probably the worst restaurant you're at. If it's serving breakfast wow. all day, I'm just saying. I, I if, was just if it's serving breakfast exactly all day, oh, we've got this, we've, we've got spaghetti, we've got quesadillas, we've got a beef wellington. That's not where you want to be. You want to be at a nice that restaurant says that says, you know, here's our menu. There's four things on it. Pick one of them. They're all excellent. And on the Cowboys menu, they have great defense. They've got a quarterback who does not turn the ball over, no interceptions, no fumbles. He's taking care of the ball. And they have a devastating running game. Our graphics are currently down, but don't worry. That's why I'm a tactile <laughs> right here. But, oh, look at that. Dusty printed it out for me. Cowboys record since 2016 when running on 45% of their plays. Don't make a screw face. This it is, is an excellent graphic. Mm -hmm. 47 wins, Broussard. Four losses. Wow. What's the that, rule the, of 45? The, the relevance is that's when Dak got there, right? Let, 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 let them run the ball. Okay. Run, Listen, run, 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 and been a win some games. This has been a fun conversation. I'm not going to let that happen. Why? Because we have what's good the graphics when, on the What's show? the record when Look they take that. knees in the second half? Again? Oh, stop. Probably even better. So why don't they start off every third quarter by taking knees? That is, that is an unfair answer because argument. one is a leading indicator and one is a lagging indicator. Teams run when they have the lead. So games that they're already controlling, 47 and they, four? Start, they start running the ball almost exclusively in the fourth quarter. The point that you're making, that they are better when they are more well-balanced, I will buy into. Yeah. But here is the reason why, to me, Brew, this is the defining portion of Dak's career. Because, up to this point, mm -hmm. because there are going to be games where the defense lets right. up. There are going to be games where they get unlucky on special teams. There are going to be games where, and they haven't up to this point, they play a dominant opposing quarterback who is on fire, and they need someone to be able to go blow for blow. Right. Dak does not have to do that every single week the way he would have had to last year when the defense wasn't what it was, or certainly in 2020 before he got hurt when the defense was in shambles right. uh, under the previous D coordinator. But there are going to be a couple moments where Dak's got to lead a drive down. Yeah. And, and so the fact that he doesn't have to do it every week should take some pressure off him. But now we get to find out. Now we get – there are no – for the first time since, in my opinion, 2016 Dak's rookie year, he is in a truly great situation for a quarterback. Yep. He is, where you're not going to be trailing, playing from behind that often. You're not going to be in a situation where the other team's got more bullets in the gun than you. And now we get to see, because we know that against average-ish teams, this team is good enough to win with a guy off the street at quarterback. So against good teams with their star quarterback, yep. can their star quarterback match them? That's, I, so I agree with you on that. Front. And, and Wilds, I, I agree with what you're saying essentially. All right, Dak Prescott has to take the mentality that Jerry Jones should have. Jerry Jones doesn't have this, and this is when he ruined the Cowboys. Jerry Jones needs to realize, if we win, even if I'm in the background, if I'm not doing That's interviews, right. I'm going to get the credit as the owner. But he wants the credit. He wants to be out front. He wants to win his way. Dak's got to have the mentality of, look, I don't have to throw for 300 yards. All right, I don't have to be the superstar. If we just win and win big, I'll get the credit even if I throw for 225 yards. 100%. Like, and, and I agree. Look, I've said since he got in the league, he's a game manager 
with playmaking ability with his legs and his arm. That's what you need. You don't, they should essentially do the same thing, ratchet it up a little because Cooper, Cooper's limited. So you said they're running a vanilla basic offense. They should ratchet it up a little, but when Dak gets back, but still make the focal point be the running backs. Don't try to remember last year, the beginning in the preseason, people were asking, is he going to throw for 6,000 yards? yards That's that's ludicrous. It's comical. And last year they did, by the way, have the number one scoring offense in football, and it got them nothing. It got got them, listen, it got them the division title, but then they lose in the first round of the playoffs. What they should try to be is a rich man's version of what the Niners have been the last few years. That's a good take. A team that is dominant on defense, has its running right. game, is its first option on offense, and then a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. No, that's a, a guy point. that can that's actually great... make plays when you need it to when you need to make plays, right. and you're not as terrified, and I'm trying to start a Jimmy G conversation, no but bad. as terrified of the critical mistake as Jimmy G has made. Now, Mike, uh, the, Mike McCarthy is not Kyle Shanahan. I understand that. But also Mike McCarthy might say, yeah, you're right. I'm not Kyle Shanahan. I won the Super Bowl. Oh! Now, I, like now I don't feel that way. This? But Come maybe Mike, that's Mike McCarthy's you know, standing <laughs> right, on it. So right. I think that the Cowboys, we have seen this model. The, the question was, when we were talking about it earlier, how good is the defense? But we have seen the, we have the best defense in the league. How far can that take us? And it's not just the 2,000 Ravens and the 02 Bucks. We saw Peyton Manning and the Broncos. We have seen multiple times a dominant defense be all you need as long as your quarterback doesn't kill you. Through five weeks, Wilds, the Cowboys have a case. We are the dominant defense in this league. We've allowed one rushing touchdown, and that's not even the thing we do best. Our, Our pass defense is the thing we do best. And so with all of that, and you're inserting into a four and one team, what is supposed to be one of the eight best quarterbacks in football, you should look at it if he actually is that, as a team like you said, for the first time since 95, could make a conference change. All right, Broussard, we have 10 seconds before we're going to break. Eagles, Cowboys, who are you taking? Cowboys, are, oh, this week? Yeah. I'm going with the Cowboys. Ooh, I like I'm it. Ooh, an Rush early and take. Yes, I'm riding Cooper Rush. Love it. And then bring Dak back the next week. And we roll. Alliance. Oh, Someone called this game last week. Oh, the Puxatani Phillip football was hot. <laughs> Giants over Packers. Are we ready to write off Aaron Rodgers? Greg Ooh. Jennings joins us next. Say it ain't so. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. 
Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Oh, Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is back, and so is the Puxatani Phil of football. Prognosticator, prognosticator, Sears, Sears called this game, Broussard. <laughs> He did. I got to give you credit. He did. You did call this. Wow. I know. I thought you were nuts. Did you just wait for everybody yeah, to give you credit? Yeah, go ahead. Finish your read, buddy. <laughs> He's like, I can't. You guys are giving me too many confidence. <laughs> After the game, Aaron Rodgers addressed his teammate talking about future losses. Odd mentality here. Take a listen. And frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation. And we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not, that's not winning football. There was conversation about it in the locker room, and I don't like it. And uh, Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> believe in the power of manifestation. That's fine. I think he was maybe misled. Ja, Jair Alexander was not talking about them losing next week. He asked, if, are you worried about the defense? He said, no, I'll only be worried if we lose next week. So I think it was a bit of a game. They put in the universe. That led. They put in the universe. Don't put in the universe. Like, you might walk away from football multiple times. So you put that in the universe and leads to the worst season. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Fair I, Greg, I'm real worried about the Packers. Okay. Okay, the reason, listen, Brew and Wilds both got their upset alerts last week. Brew had the Cowboys, Wilds had the Packers, I mean the Giants. I, the reason that this one kind of stands out a bit more is this is the single biggest point spread upset in the league this year. This is the biggest underdog to win. The Giants beating the Packers, and it wasn't like, whoa, it was some weird London game. Packers were sleepy. Coming. They were up two touchdowns. Yeah. You were up right. two touchdowns to a Daniel Jones quarterback team, and you lost. Coming off a week that should have been your wake-up call when you almost lost old Zappum and the Patriots. And so, yeah, I know you're so happy about that. <laughs> Moral victory, which led to an actual victory. They played five games. That is 30% of the season. They've been impressive zero times. Mm-hmm. Now they have that in common with the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, but at least the Rams have a ring, you know, from last year to fall back on. They easily could be one and four. Mm-hmm. That is not, that's not an exaggeration to say... Well, the Bucks game came down to a two-point conversion, and the Patriots game was literally in overtime, and they won them both. So this team could easily be one and four. We have said, well, they're going to have this defense to lean on. Defense has not been that good, the de- and that's not on Aaron. But here is what's on Aaron. He's 20th in yards per attempt. He's 15th in total yards. He's ninth in touchdowns. He's ninth in passer rating. Those are fine numbers. The Packers' path is not with the quarterback being fine. The backer's path is with the quarterback being a league MVP. You add to that that Matt LaFleur has not paid the $299 to go to my co- coaching clock seminar. And yeah. so because <laughs> of that, I, I mean, well, we're doing great. We could have used his money, and he could have used it to Isn't not Brandon blow the clock Staley at the end of the first graduate? half. Yeah. The, Brandon, Brandon Staley skipped the last week. Brandon Staley thought he knew, he knew oh everything he needed to know, and he skipped out on it. So all that, Greg, here's the thing that I know. If the Packers' idea is, we're going to win with our defense. Of the NFC contenders, Dallas has a better defense. True. Tampa has a better defense. Yep. San Francisco has a better defense. The undefeated team nobody talks about, Philly, they have a better defense. So you're not going to win with your defense. Defense is fine. Not going to win with it. You're going to win if Rodgers is awesome. And Rodgers is yet to be awesome this year. So, yeah, I'm really, really worried about the Packers, Greg. I'm not worried about them, but there's room for concern because of what you're saying. When you think about the Packers, you don't think about – I don't care how good their defense is supposed to be. I don't care how good their defense has shown Mm -hmm. over the course of this season, early in the season. 
you know if that offense doesn't get going, you don't really believe that they have a chance. True. And so that, for me, poses the concern because this young offense in London, let's, defensively, watching that game, when you saw the Giants line up, they had no one, and I, this is no disrespect to those guys that were out there available, but you all you had to do defensively is stop Saquon. Right, right. The only thing. And I literally, I saw they, their first possession, they line up, and I'm thinking to myself, this is about to be the easiest defensive game for the Green Bay Packers, and it turned out to be one of their worst. And so that poses a bit of a concern, but for me, I don't see this development of the young receivers right. happening. I thought that after last week, coming, seeing Romeo Dobbs, getting some opportunities, having some success, that that was going to literally progress in this week's game. It did not. Instead, you go to, you go to Randall Cobb, who, who played great, but that's not, your, that's not the key to your success. If these young guys don't earn the trust and the confidence in Aaron Rodgers, that's where the concern is. I'm not concerned about Aaron and his numbers because he doesn't have what he's accustomed to having. I believe he can still be special. However, because of their losing and he's not special and their offense does not look good Uh and their defense is – we all expected them to be one of the top five defenses in all the National Football League, and they are not right now. That leaves room for concern. However, they have time to figure it out because this division, no one's running away from it. Look, when I picked them in the preseason to reach the Super Bowl – I firmly expected them to lose six games. So I think look, they're obviously on pace to lose about six games, all right? So I'm not panicking yet now, like Alexander said. If they lose to the Jets, Woo, they just then you the got to be like, yeah, Giants are 4-1, and I know it, sure. it might be a few games before one, but still, if they lose to the Jets, that's a problem. However, you hit it on the head, Greg. The problem is Rodgers doesn't have weapons. You mentioned the Giants not scaring anybody on the outside. The Packers aren't scaring anybody. And I thought these young guys, Christian Watson seems to be almost off the radar, right? Mm-hmm. Dobbs is the young guy that they're looking to. But right now, Randall Cobb's been their number one receiver. He can't be your number one receiver. No. They haven't spent any money on receivers. They're the only team in the league that doesn't have a receiver or a tight end making $4 million a year or more than $4 million a year. So here's what I say for the Packers. Do it now. Go sign OBJ. Now, no, and I know know other teams want him, but you get ahead of the curve and give him a contract now. Yes, so you lock him up. He gets to play with one of the best quarterbacks ever. You don't think he would? That's a smart thing. I'm not saying that is not a smart thing. I think it could help, but him coming off of back to back injuries in a new system, even though it's a great quarterback. It still would take a little bit of time. Sure. So, but here's the thing, Greg. This is why I picked the upset alert. Watch Packers, Patriots, and Aaron starting to throw those long balls. And the first one, I got nervous. Second one, I got nervous. Third one, I'm like, oh, he's with us. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's he not missed five of his five of six deep yeah. balls. He missed. So I'm like, oh, we got to get trust with the receivers. Like, what are you doing? Going to karaoke bar? What are you going to a ropes course? Hang out with you? Like, what are you doing? Doing one of those uh, rooms we get locked in and work together? That's not going to happen. There's going to be no chemistry in one week, especially going over to London. Let's see what happened against the Giants. Oh, surprise, surprise. See all those white dots? 0 for 6 on these long, on these long passes. So I just didn't think any chemistry was going to be developed in a week. 
Like, he's not the same guy. There feels like you to think me. it's him? I feels like there are two fake Aaron Rodgers out there. One is the German fellow who is sitting in the stands. The other one's on the field. Neither wow. of them look like the Aaron wow. Rodgers from two years so ago. So I've got a theory on that. Let's hear it. So remember last year, the six weeks where Mahomes struggled? Yeah. And it was everyone's playing this too high shell. Mm-hmm. And then the league realized this offseason, holy moly, that made Patrick Mahomes look mortal for a bit. What if we start doing that across the league? And if you're watching, when Brady said it's a lot of bad football, mm-hmm. what we're seeing is a lot of teams playing this too high shell, daring teams to run the ball, daring teams to take the short intermediate stuff, and saying what's not going to happen is you're going kick, you know, to kick our head in right. by going over the top. And what you are seeing this year is the quarterbacks that can't, other than Mahomes and Allen, that can't, don't also have the dynamic of, Okay, you're going to do that. I'll take off and run the way Lamar can, the way Geno has at times. And Geno, they're playing a little bit differently. Those guys, a lot of them, Stafford, Brady, Rodgers, a lot of the guys, Burrow, Herbert earlier, that we expected to be awesome, they are struggling with it, similarly to how Mahomes struggled with it last year. And I think it's taken – Collinsworth has talked about this a lot, and it's what I'm seeing where Rodgers, first of all, was seeing different coverages. Second of all, had Devontae Adams there. Now it's got neither, and it's like when things break down, he takes a deep shot, and a lot of them are going flat out of bounds. It's not even just chemistry. He's just missing them out of bounds. So for me, the Packers have to insert – Aaron Jones a little bit more in their offense. When I talk, I'm not talk, talking about the running game. He has to be influential in the passing game. He is that dynamic of a player. If you don't have the receivers or the skill guys, the chemistry, we can't say, he, well, there's no rapport, there's no chemistry with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. We can't have that excuse. He's, a, he's available. We saw what Saquon is doing for, for the Giants. We see what Dalvin Cook does, CMC. Uh, Aaron Jones can provide this to you, but we don't see that because they're trying to split time between he and A.J. Dillon. They got to give him the ball more. Okay. I like that. Mm. Six yards per carry, too, in the run game. Yeah. Right. Pretty good. Hey, coming up next. uh Uh-oh. Baker's in a walking boot. Matt Rule got his walking papers. We discuss what's next in Carolina. So we can't really evaluate. (laughs) Oh, oh, yes, we can. can. Oh, yes, we can. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Matt Rule gone, Baker sideline. See who sticks the range for the one of four Panthers. Baker onto his sixth head coach of his career. News gets worse now. Schefter reporting that he'll be sidelined for, quote, at least a couple of weeks. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Oh, it's not fair, man. <laughs> Guy's been hurt two years in a row. Okay. <laughs> fairly judge him. Bro. Last time he was healthy, he's in the What playoffs. does this mean for Baker? All right, look, I hate the fact that he's out for a few weeks. Oh, you do, yeah? I, I do. Because, well, look, slack. here's the deal for the Carolina Panthers. I'm ho- if he can get back in three, four weeks, the rest of the season should be about evaluating Baker Mayfield <laughs> with a new coach. With a new coach, because Matt Rule clearly wasn't doing a good job. Yeah, I don't know. So we want to see what he can do. Yeah, I know, yeah. but still, see what he can do under a new coach. And I'm gonna say this: if he's not, if he doesn't play well, if he continues to do what he was doing, 
he not only is obviously out of Carolina, he might not be in the NFL next year. Me. And here's what I say. Nah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. He's good enough to be in the NFL next year. He, he could easily be a backup. But with his attitude, with what he brings, will he cause controversy as a back? It's almost like Cam. Now, he wasn't as good as Cam ever, but the aura. Like Tebow, it, like Ka- Colin Kaepernick, like having Baker Mayfield as a backup will be controversial. He could back up a superstar. He could back up Mahomes. He could back up Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, the great ones. Yeah, yeah. No, a Mac Jones, a, a Jared Goff or as soon the first sign of trouble, there's going to be, oh, get Baker in. The crowd will call for Baker. And Baker might be calling for Baker because he <laughs> says, I mean, seriously, that, <laughs> that's what I'm, look, he's good enough to be a long-term backup in the NFL. Sure. But because of his baggage and his attitude, it, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there that he could not be in the league. I'll be, I'll be quick. Baker was done before Matt Rule. Oh, no. Got fired. I'm sorry. I, watching Baker, he, the, nothing about what he's done has been great. You you bring him in, you hope that he is much better than what you had with Sam Darnold. And he was worse. And he was worse. <laughs> like, I, I, how can you – new coach coming in for the interim part of the seat, that means nothing to me. Baker has to be Baker. You, you're telling me right now that because – Matt Rule was the head coach and coordinator. Baker Mayfield couldn't be productive? I, no. Let's, no, it, this has nothing to do with Matt I'm not going to say it has nothing to do with Matt Rule. It's very little to do with him. So he's done but, as a starter in this I mean, for the well, most there, part? There's a chance. Baker, Baker Mayfield, he can start in this league. I just don't think. Where? Right now. <laughs> this yeah. is his only chance. Yeah, I think there's a chance oh, Sunday was his last start. Really? Ah. Ever, ever, I mean, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, starting, yeah, yeah right. I think there's a chance Sunday was his last start. I mean, the, we'll, he's been statistically the worst quarterback in football this year. We're going to see how long he's out for, and obviously they have P.J. Walker, but then they'll, they'll have Darnold coming back off IR, and maybe the new coach will want to give him a look. But, I mean, just, uh, Baker Mayfield's going to go down with, you know, Greg Oden and Grant Hill and Kajana You're Carter. calling this right now. You're done. You're done. No, 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 no. Greg Oden, Grant Hill, and Kajana Carter. Oh, great Hill. players. Who <laughs> oh, God, stop okay. it. May, stop. No, I mean, all, listen, all I know is Baker, Baker was awesome, and then he suffered this devastating Baker injury last year, awesome. and he's never been the same. No. Oh, I mean, he won a playoff game for the Browns. Seems <laughs> he was pretty awesome good. All, all, I know is, all I know is that stop he was pretty great, and then he suffered a devastating injury, and he's never been the same. But everyone wants to say it's because he released T-shirts and stuff. Maybe the guy got hurt, and now he's hurt again. So listen, Stop. you guys, if you guys want to you take don't a victory lap, that. you want to take a victory <laughs> yeah, lap, because maybe I had some tweets about what a good take it, what a good pick it was. Speaking for the first, of which, for the, oh, for the Panthers. we got those tweets. Those I saw tweets, that tweet this morning. Can we see it? America's tw- no, dying to see it. it. They self-destruct. Nobody wants to see it. Do we have tweets. it? No, see, they don't have it. They don't. Oh, they Here don't we go. We do have it. They got an absolute steal. Why don't you read it out loud? I'll read it. I wrote it. Has that thing around success? Baker Evan Cleveland got in trade release for the end of the rookie deal. That's a statistical fact. Look it up, America. Massive mistake by Cleveland. Oh, yeah, they're loving Jacoby Brissett in his fourth corner interceptions. Huge win for Carolina. I couldn't anticipate the injury. However, <laughs> someone's loss is someone else's gain. Wilds. You know what I smell? I smell something burning. <laughs> the midnight oil? No. What is it? Fire sale. Oh! Panthers, fire sale. Because they, they need picks. Because they don't have a third this year, a sixth this year, or a seventh this year. 
they're going to probably get the number one pick of the draft. Now, I mean, if you look at their schedule and what they have coming up. So, three players. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Brian Burns. Three players that could change the Super Bowl picture. Look at it. A Tampa. Tom Brady's given up a lot for you this year. You don't have a running game. Why don't you throw a second-round pick at Carolina? I, I like my man Fournette. Hey, gr- okay, well, you know what? But he's Fournette yeah, he likes the Buffalo. McCaffrey's uh, CJ, DJ Moore. Like that? I like that. <laughs> DJ Moore. I like hey, that. Hey, just sign him to an extension. Green Bay, why don't you give up a pick and go get DJ Moore? And Brian Burns only have you one year like left. that? Why? They, I'm what? just saying they're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, but why? they should do it. They should. And I listen, uh, Brian Burns, go ahead and go play for the Chiefs. He's another pass rusher. One-year deal. I like that, too. So, right, I'm telling you right now, the, the Panthers are open for business. The Panthers yeah, don't matter to the NFL scene for the rest of the season. Brutal. The way they matter it's true. is because know, but stinks. Wilds because other teams could get the piece. What we've seen the last few years, critical pieces being added midseason mm-hmm. to teams that go on to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs did it. The Bucks did it. The Rams did it. The Panthers are the team that right now is open for business, and teams should be calling them. Oh, Agreed. It, that's a great point. It's that's a good a, yeah, point. Absolutely. It's a great Bro, point, great but points, I'm a little guys. bit – I think it's a fantastic point. I think it's a great full screen. I am still sort of reeling, Greg, that you guys are just flippantly saying, like, this is the end of our time talking about Baker. It feels like we should be playing, like, Green Day, like the time of our lives or something. Like, we've talked about Baker for so much. It's sad. When for so say long. off the leash, it could be off the roster. Period. <laughs> I mean, really. But I'm just so, – <laughs> Get those T-shirts ready, Baker. So, off the roster. Greg, I tweeted this thing out. Oh, no. <laughs> this, this will Myself. be Baker's sixth head coach in his whole career. Tom Brady's had three head coaches in his entire career. Is it – it, it, nah, it's, I'm going to say an excuse. Is it an excuse for Baker? He's like, man, I've had zero continuity. A- every, you know, I'm averaging a... No. I was asking Greg. I, I hear you. I'm with Brew. Okay. It's, 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 it's just something. Because if, if it would be, he would have a case if he was playing well and he was going through this cycle of head coaches yeah. or offensive coordinator. Nothing about Baker Mayfield outside of the anomaly year right. that he won. They won a, uh, a playoff game in Cleveland. Are we saying Baker has been special? Guys, okay, hold on. His first year. His first year. His first year when he took over. Back. His first year when he took over. They were one and thirty-one in the previous two years. He took over and they went seven and nine. And he set the rookie record for touchdown passes. Totally understand that. His second year, he had a truck driver as his head coach, and it didn't work out. And his third year, he took him to the playoffs, and they won a playoff game, they beat Pittsburgh. And then he got injured a lot. You really think his demise is due to injury? Well, I I think that the timeline says yes. I think the timeline says that Baker Mayfield was on a good track with, at that point, an organization that he had added stability to, and then he had multiple devastating injuries. Devastating? that's the thing. They weren't devastating. He, he broke his through. throwing shoulder. If it's he devastating, you can't play. He's a tough son play. of a gun. Yeah. He's devastating. Uh, he can't play. A devastating injury, you can't play. Okay. All right. I, it was devastating to his career. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I give you that. <laughs> the Cowboys have a quarterback controversy. We discuss next. We got to keep talking about Baker. I'm not giving Off the roster. Oh, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Wins. Cooper remains perfect. Defense still dominant. Broussard in the first block called Micah Parsons. Lawrence Taylor. Here's Jerry Jones. Closest jo- thing we've seen. Well, here's Jerry Jones. On any budding quarterback controversy. But if they're both healthy, Dak is your quarterback, Dak is correct? The, Dak is the, uh, is the number one quarterback. Thank Dak you. is our, our, our guy. Uh, but isn't it great that somebody came in and played well enough so Absolutely. that we can ask that question? That's my point. Can I say something? When this happened, Jerry, we were like, Jerry Jones just wants to be in the media. And by we, I mean you. I was right. <laughs> he was right. He's like, you know what? Wouldn't it be great if there was a controversy because we'd be winning games? He's right. So, Brew, is there a budding controversy? Serious controversy? All right, Greg, I made this strong and simple statement to start Pretty the good. show. There is a quarterback controversy in Dallas. All right. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's good. It's, it's good. Big Dak Prescott, the pressure has been ratcheted up on Dak Prescott, but it's not because of Cooper Rush. It's because of that defense. And my point is this. If Dak, the defense is so good. The defense is Super Bowl caliber. If Dak Prescott is who everyone has said he is, if he's the $40 million man, if he's a top 10 quarterback like all the surveys had, in the preseason, if he's the 4,500 to 5,000 yard passer that we've been talking about, then they should get at least to the NFC title game. I like this. Because, I, look, the defense, as I said, is awesome. The run game is thunder and lightning. I want to see a little more lightning, give it more to Tony Bob. Run game is fine. Offensive line has been pretty good. Good enough. The only team, if Dak plays well, the only team I think is in the NFC that May, might be better than them, would be Tampa Bay because they got a great defense too. You got Tom Brady. And I think with Evans and if Godwin's healthy, you got better receivers. All right, but outside of that, and I'm not saying Tampa would definitely beat them, but I'm saying if Dak is that guy, Greg, NFC title game or bust for the first time in 27 years. I can buy that. I can buy that. There's no quarterback controversy at all in Dallas simply because what Cooper Rush has done is – what any other 31 teams would love to have from a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has not been anything special. He has just held it together. When the New Orleans Saints lost Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater oh, stepped in. That's a great take. They were 5-0. Yep. Right. No one ever questioned, <laughs> is this going to be Teddy Bridgewater's team right now? Right. Yep. No. Right. That's a great point. Drew Brees was going to insert right back in. Why? Their defense was really good. He was good. better than Dak. Too. Their, Drew. their defense That's was different. really good. When you look at the numbers for Cooper, Cooper Rush has been exactly what you hope a backup quarterback can be if you're putting this situation to have to play him. He's thrown four touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep. Nothing spectacular yeah. about that. And a little bit of luck involved. Except there, the no interceptions. You yeah. don't turn the ball over and you allow your defense to continuously give you the ball and provide you with more opportunities. Dak Prescott being inserted back into the – this is the best situation for Dak, for this team, for everyone involved in Dallas because you know Dak, you can give him more time or you can allow him to play and just – Dak, you don't – it's not all on you. Sure. It's not all on you. Everything everything both of you is saying is correct, 
and I want to support you guys while also saying I think you're missing a piece here. So here's the support. Can we show Cooper Rush's numbers? Because they it's not that they've been pedestrian. They've been bad. Like, Cooper Rush. No, no, no. If this was Dak Prescott, if we this would be If it was Dak, would be killing him. And if but this were, he's being graded on the backup quarterback curve, which he should be. Yeah. But if we're talking about him replacing Dak Prescott, not a backup quarterback anymore. So then how are they 4-0? Well, now can we show the defensive numbers? Because they have been otherworldly. They are top five in everything. They've allowed one rushing touchdown, and their best thing they do is their pass defense. So they're not, their run defense has been unbelievable, and it's not even the best thing they do, right? So I agree with everything you're saying. And Bruce, listen, every team in the NFC has made the NFC Championship game more recently than the Cowboys, except for the Lions and Washington, which are the two kind of lapping stock franchises for very different reasons, obviously, but in the NFC, and then there's the Cowboys. So I agree with what you're saying, that we have seen this model, by the way, with a quarterback way worse than Dak Prescott, make a Super Bowl in an NFC Championship game in the last four years, the Niners. Great defense, running game, you know what I mean? And just have the – so you do he it now with a quarterback. A who, well, I mean, Dak Prescott's made some pro He is better Dak than Garoppolo. No, of no. course he's better than Garoppolo. So I agree with all of that from a – if we were on the Football Outsiders podcast, Ooh. I would agree with everything you're saying. But as quarterback controversies are almost always a thing the media creates – and then feeds. And I am here to tell you, the moment the Cowboys lose two in a row, there will be a quarterback controversy. You think people are going to say, go back to Cooper Of course they will. Well, that, first he, of all, they may not lose two in a row. Wow. Okay, okay, well, I mean, maybe, with Dak, I'm just saying, I mean, they maybe, might, they're going to lose some games, but yeah, do they lose okay, two in a well, row? But I am telling you, now, it, it changes if Cooper Rush plays, starts the Eagles game and loses it then that, that lowers the, the – or raises the threshold for what would have to happen for there to be a controversy. But if when Dak Prescott takes back over this team, Cooper Rush is undefeated, then Dak Prescott at any moment is eight days away from being in a quarterback controversy. I promise you. I, I'm not I, – I will nope. not be a part – I will not be one of the leading people of it, but it's going to sweep us all into it. I promise you we are all going to be part okay. of it. There that, would definitely be chatter. Oh, there, there will be more and, than chatter. And the reason why is because when you look at Dak Prescott in this offense, we've always seen Dak Prescott being out front. There was no – it used to be when Dak was younger, his first couple years, right. it was all about the run game and Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Then it became Dak's Dak Prescott show. Dak's this. It was all about supporting Dak. Began. All about supporting Dak Prescott. Let's see what he can do. Let's see if he's our guy. Right. Pass heavy, pass happy. Right now, they're back to just right. playing Dallas Cowboy football, making sure that they are balanced. Cooper Rush is not turning the ball over, and you're leaning on but your I'm, defense. I'm glad you brought up that his the beginning of his career, that rookie year. That rookie year, they're 13 and three. Uh, they have the bye. They play an unbelievable playoff game against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yep. And Dak plays arguably, he still plays to this great. day, the best game of his life in that playoff game. Rodgers just makes that unbelievable throw yeah, on the, the sideline. Side I forget even who it was to. And they end up winning on a field goal. We left that season saying, okay, that's a bummer for the Cowboys, but they're going to be right back here. Mm -hmm. And they haven't, they haven't been that close since then. Here's why I bring that up, Wilds. 
This is going to be the best opportunity they have to make an NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl for the foreseeable future. At 100% because they are in an uncomfortable cap situation. Because Dak's cap hit goes up $30 million. Because Tony Pollard is a free agent after this year. And they have a lot of guys that are key pieces that mm-hmm. are free agents after this year. And because we're already seeing the writing on the wall on Tyron Smith and a lot of things. You And because defense year over year doesn't tend to be as stable as far as if you're the number one defense this year or the number one defense right. next year. So it is a critical moment to take advantage of a weekend NFC, of all of these things when you're in the position you're in now. Because it is not – you are not – the, the Chiefs with Reed and Mahomes, where it's like we're going to be in them right. every single year. That's not the situation you're so, in. So I'm going to tell a story. We can take, go to break, and then I want your take on it. I tried to fancy myself a creative person, decided to take up a little painting. So I'm painting all this stuff, and it looks like garbage, to be honest. <laughs> it's so I'm like, ah, oh, it looks like I need to learn how to like draw or something. And you know what the first drawing course is? Lots, straight lines, circles, and squares. Like, can you do those? So the question I have and why I say that, it feels like the Cowboys are back to just straight lines, circles, and squares. That's it. Spheres, really, because it's those cylinders. When Dak is back and Kellen Moore's like, here's the, pa- here's the plan, circles, straight lines, and squares, do you expect there to be any pushback like, no, man, let me paint. Let me do my thing. I don't want to run this vanilla offense. No, I really don't expect there to be any pushback because they're having be. too much success right now. You, you just add who you are and what you can do. They will be better in the passing game, but they don't have to be spectacular. But is stuff coming out right. of the playbook? No. I think they, they, they start to implement a little bit more, but you can't get away with – you can't go away from what has provided you success in this moment. Okay. Right. Also, spheres and cylinders, not the same thing. That's why I gave up on it. <laughs> not the I mean, same I mean, thing. I didn't even pay for it. Spheres like balls, cylinders like cans of soup. Well, you draw something in the break. <laughs> Brady, lucky to get a win? We discuss next. <laughs> I gave up on the course. I gave draws. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. You know what? You can't spell slide without an L. Short slide, spike, missed kick. Lost for the Cardinals. Now two and three. Nick, how much blame does Kyler Murray deserve here? All of it. Oof. All what? of it. Wow. Give me a break, man. You say your receiver's got to be awake to play with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you dressed as going into the game, and I'm all for the guys coming into the game. I know you're wincing, Wilds. Here's the thing. It wasn't a great outfit. It wasn't a great outfit. No, nope, I'm wasn't, with you there. It wasn't a great outfit, and it was even, by the it's way, like everyone's numbing. focused on the, what he was like, the outfit. The shoes were even the worst part. But you know what? I once watched LeBron James wear a uh, suit with shorts on it's in the NBA Brown Finals suit, game. But that was Tom Brown put those in the same sentence. Hey, yeah, but you know what he did? He won that. the championship <laughs> is what he did. Look, so, okay, look. neither here nor there. To set all that aside, <laughs> here's what I know. There's 52 seconds left. You have no timeouts. You're on Philadelphia's 42-yard line. It's second and five. The clock is stopped. You are down three. You also have a kicker 
who has already been cut by two teams this year, lost the Chiefs a game already with a missed extra point and missed field goal, and who in warm-ups is yanking everything dead right. Yeah. And here's the sequence. You go over the 52 seconds again. You go over the middle for eight yards to get a first down. That's fine. You then spike it with 37 seconds left. I don't love that, but you did it. So be it. Second down, you run. Here's the deal when you run here. You must know where the first down marker is. You must know the rules that they changed two years ago, that you are down where you start your slide. And you must know that if you do not pick up the first down, you can't spike it on third down. But then he does spike it on third down, which, by the way, he even screwed that up. Because if you are spiking it on third down, wait until there's four seconds left. Because you don't want to leave filling more time. He screwed up every level of it. Every single level of it. And then, of course, Matt Amendola. By the way, can you imagine if you were a college kicker and you've been trying to get a chance, trying to get a break, and this doofus has been signed by three teams this year just to get fired by all three teams because he misses everything dead right? Neither here nor there. He's the number one pick. He's won a Heisman. He's won rookie of the year. He's been to two Pro Bowls. He just got $240 million. That was disastrous by him. And all year long, he's 31st in yards per attempt. He's 20th in passer rating. Oh, but that doesn't incorporate what he does with the legs. What does he do with his legs? He's, he has 130 yards rushing on the season. On the season. It's less than 30 yards per game. So I understand he was unbelievable for 18 minutes against the Raiders. Congrats. That was disastrous. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think you said it with a little too much energy for my liking. Okay, but sorry. I agree with a lot of what you said, but except it's all yeah. on Kyler Murray. You want to put some on Cliff? I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, okay, I want it to be about 50-50. Kyler, you got to know the rules. You got to know when to slide. Cliff Kingsbury didn't know the rules either because he's up there talking about after the game. Well, they moved it back a few yards. Like, they moved it back to where he started the slide. But, but, and somebody was in Kyler's ear. I don't know who the coach is in his ear yelling, spike it, spike uh, it. Right. Can I ask you All a question right. real quick? Because you've worked for a lot of places before this one. Yes. You ever had a boss that was a total moron? Okay. You, you picked uh, up on it pretty early. You were a little hot. <laughs> you, were, you, you picked it. You were like, okay, I can't listen to I don't to want him. to answer that one. But, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm probably. sure. At some point you picked up on it. You're like, all right, I can't listen to him. I got to take it upon myself. Now, look, it, like I said, 50-50, because their late-game execution with the clock and everything, a lot of that's on Kingsbury as well as Kyler. They both got to be much better, especially because Kyler wasn't the only one that got paid, Greg. Kingsbury, for some odd sure. reason, got an extension yeah. in, through 2027, too, which is ridiculous. So they might be stuck with him, too. What you said is exactly why it's not 100% on Kyler. Like, number one, when you ask a quarterback to get us in position to win the game, did he do that? He absolutely did. So you can't say he didn't do what he's asked. You expect him to know and understand what that situation well, like is. He never, when you watch that playback, Kyler Murray never looks at the down market, the down and distance. He never looks to the sideline. He gets right back up, runs the ball in, and he never even considers. That's, his, that's a massive error. I, it's, it's a massive error on his part. He, I have to put that on him. It's also a massive error on the part of who's ever in his ear. Right. Yelling. Right. They, they're, they're seeing everything. Call, tell, no, Kyler, it's third down, it's third down, it's third down. Obviously, right. that didn't happen. And then you missed the kick. So all of them play a role in it. Kyler put them in a position to where they still had a chance to win. If this happens and, they, and they're they not even the in kick. a position to win, 
But you're right. If you, I well, mean, you should be able to count on an NFL kicker to make a Like, period. I don't care how many NFL kicker. No, but just. Uh, no, you're, 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 he's you're, been you're, with you're, three you're, NFL you're bothered teams. because he missed. Right. No, we understand. <laughs> we get it. No, but we. The, 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 the broadcast knew he was missing dead right in warm up. So. Like, he, you know he's your. He, you know he's not your real kicker. Kyler's met the guy. So he knew he he knew he, he was introduced to the guy this week, which means he previously was unemployed. Which like, come on. I understand, I agree. Cliff is Cliff is not an NFL head coach. I'm on the record of this two years ago. But Kyler, there's with with great wealth comes great responsibility. And also when you take shots at some of your teammates two weeks ago, saying you gotta stay awake if you're playing with me. I, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he's awake on the field, but he's sleeping through clock management classes. I'm not sure. Well, this that does just fuel the the belief that he done studied. Oh, That's you don't say. That's so. not great. Kyler, next week, very intelligent. For play. the record, a little Kyler defense. The average what Matt Prater out, Amendola's in. That kick is made 85 percent of the you. time. Thank you. Yes. Nick. I understand. Brandon Staley screwed up too, right. and we're not talking about it because it didn't, you know, the new. Exactly. The kick goes in, everything. Ah, oh, Kyler did if it. The kick goes in, they don't win necessarily. They, they just get to overtime. The goal there was to get a touchdown. Into the rough in the passer oh, call, heard God. around the world. I'm going to be angry. Looked like the Bucks were punting, but Brady and the Bucks got bailed out on this rough in the passer. You're right. Here's what the referee said. Quote, the defender grabbed the quarterback while he was still in the pocket and unnecessarily threw him to the ground. That is what I was making my decision based upon. Here's the GOAT after the game. What did you think of that play? Had you been lobbying or asking for some late hits there? I don't, I don't throw the flags. Yeah. That's a good answer, bro. That is a good answer. All right. Go, Go ahead. No, no, no. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. Brew? Brew? Uh, I mean, it's horrible. There's no, and I like Tom Brady. I like all the records. I mean, if he's going to add a more up to his legacy, great. But that, I just hate seeing that, all right, because it's just indefensible. And the statement unnecessarily threw him to the ground. It's like he didn't you have gotta the ball. you got to throw him to the ground. It's the the rest statement tackling. reads as if he thought Brady no longer had the ball. I, I know he didn't, but, like, the unnecessarily throw him to the ground, that makes sense if he's gotten rid of the ball. Correct. But he hasn't gotten that rid of the ball. That is 100% correct. And you know correct. what else last Brady kicks correct. him? Yeah, Brady's kicking him. If anybody should have been called for a penalty, it's Tom Brady. Brady kicks him twice. I mean, come. This is just horrible. This is this is why I, you. I understand you're you're trying to protect the quarterbacks, but this is one call that is there's so much gray area. There's yeah. such a discrepancy in how they call it, when they call it. Who they call it for? I was gonna say, do you think like, that's quarterbacks or just Brady? It is. I think that one is just Brady. This right here is is Brady. Like you can't. This is a three hundred and twenty plus pound man, and he doesn't even and like. He, fling right, he, he does off. He, he doesn't land on. Optically, roll, optically, roll, we've all we've all watched these plays in in slow motion on the replay, and they tend to look worse that's right. on the replay. This looked worse. In reverse, right. like, right. what did he do? Also, Brady lost a Super Bowl once because a defensive player didn't do this to Eli Manning and let on the helmet catch play yeah. and let him wiggle out of it. However, here's what I'm here to say for anyone complaining about this, Kevin Wilds. What did you expect? 
We've been seeing this for 20 years. We, oh, here we, we go. know yeah. oh, that there is a different gosh. set of rules for Tom Brady oh, and my, for every other player rings, in NFL it. history. Yeah. That's fine. D Ford was the rings. Us, no, no, it's not D Ford. It's not that. It's we right. know we'll go that we know that Brady. By the way, this he got bailed out on third down two plays before this. You know why? Because oh my gosh. That's a Tom Brady incompletion where they could not win the game. It must have been a penalty. We have seen this. His last two Super Bowls, the games to get to the Super Bowl, there was a phantom flag that either won his team the game or kept his team alive. Let me give you an example. This right there, if you are Tom Brady, this is roughing the passer in an AFC championship game. Now, on the flip side, just watch. Okay, yeah, that was called roughing the passer. Now, conversely, if you're playing Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, this, on the other hand, is a totally legal punch to the face. So, again, we can <laughs> pretend like we haven't seen this for time immemorial, that Brady gets one set of calls, everyone else gets a different set of calls. We saw the, the Packers, NFC Championship game. Everyone kills Rodgers for not running it in. They kick a field goal, they're down five. They got the stop. And then, because Brady threw an incompletion, what did we see well after they got the stop? Oh, did that flag come from the stands? Oh, no. That flag, that was kept him on the field. So, here's what I say, Wilds. This is on Atlanta. A Atlanta, you've got to know, you can't be in a one-score game against Brady late because it'll be 15 on 11. Okay. It will be Brady and his four striped friends. <laughs> oh. So so you got to play better. I want to hear the only voice of sanity. You, this is not sanity. This is watch, all fact. When I was watching this game, I was like, oh, they got Brady. And then I said, I said ooh, a little something extra on that. And I was not surprised. Oh, when you like, saw Brady you, What? You don't – you think I that was a good like call? I felt like there was a little – I'm not saying it's the greatest call in the history of the world. I'm also not saying it's the worst call in football the last 20 years, which is all I've heard from the media the okay. entire since that's happened. What? I saw it in live and in, in when it was happening yes. live. I said, "Ooh, <laughs> look like a Be little because something." Because you know why? Here's my call. This is what we're accustomed to. Little something extra. Hold on. Can Throw I tell you why? Little something Wait, extra. Can I tell you to why? Wilds is not lying. He did see that, and he did expect Brady to get the call. Because he's, he's a Patriot exactly. fan, he's and for it. 20 years he's like, wait, that person didn't shake Tom Brady's hand and wish him luck. I think that's against the rules. <laughs> that person actually tackled him. I think he might. Brady, if you watch the full thing, not only kicks him, but then throws his arms up like, oh, boy, I hope I don't get a flag. Yeah. And when he sees the flag, doesn't immediately start well, celebrating. It's a little bit of pliability. It's a little bit of pliability. Because he thinks the flag's on him. Absolutely. And look. A pliability. Why do it during the game? He went out of his way not to lay his way in He did. Because he knows. A little something extra. A little extra spice on it. He all but tucked him in. Appreciate you. Needed that. Joe Musgrove. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.
Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings still here. Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams are not. Where are they? Now two and three after scoring ten points against the Cowboys. Nick, mm -hmm. is it time to hit the panic button on the Rams? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I the week one. I talked about how there were massive warning signs. Now I know nobody cared about them because they were playing the five-time defending champion by ah. Juggles. Uh, and <laughs> so everyone's, everyone's just going to get you know worked by the Bills like that. Great teams like the Rams and the Steelers and the Titans just get worked by the Bills. Um, the Dolphins Colts. and Ravens a little different. Colts. The Colts haven't played the Bills. <laughs> uh, how could you not, though? I, they haven't looked great once. Put them in, the, in fact, they haven't looked good for a full 60 minutes once. They, they, were, they, they were there for 45 minutes against Atlanta. And then Atlanta, which is just covering machines. 5-0 and against the spread for the Falcons this year, Mario. by the way. The Falcons had a pass into the end zone to win the game. That, right now, here's what the Rams do well. Employ Aaron Donald, employ Cooper Cup, and employ Jalen Ramsey. That's it. They cannot protect Matt Stafford. And it is not just Stafford's protection. I do think that we talked about his elbow, and then we kind of forgot about his elbow. He doesn't seem to have the zip that he had last year on a lot of these passes. Right. They have no running game. They, they make baffling special teams errors and decisions. They, I know it worked, but they had one of the most no-upside-all-downside fake punts I've ever seen yesterday. They ended up punting on the drive anyway. They don't seem especially like well-coached right you now. Like that? It worked. I, I mean, it worked. But it That's didn't work. They like. punted it anyway. Worked. Like, you don't want to – you don't want to <laughs> – it doesn't – we don't have to get into it. It doesn't matter. I thought it was – thought it was a bad decision. Uh, yeah, so given their schedule, they still have the defending Super Bowl champion schedule. Given the fact that the Niners appear to be the very real deal, yeah, I, I think you've got to be very, very concerned about the Los Angeles Rams. I agree with everything you said. Um, but here's the one saving grace for them. Now, making the playoffs the year after you win a Super Bowl is not the goal, right? The goal is to win another Super Bowl. Obviously, they're not doing that. But just the playoffs. I'm looking at Dallas, Philly, Green Bay, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, and then that seven spots open. Probably it might be the Rams. That's the saving grace that the NFC is so light that they could make the playoffs if that's some consolation because they're, they're not. Yeah, the Giants, they're fugazi. So, and I love Dayball, but no. Obviously not. The Greg, I think that's, yeah. I mean, they still might make the playoffs, but, yeah, it's time to panic. because Everything they about this team is mediocre. Everything. Everything about this team. Offensively, mediocre. They have Cooper Cup. And when you can say offensively, you're not even highlighting a quarterback that just – won a Super Bowl that you brought and over got an extension. and just got, big and money. Just got huge right. money. Right. You're not even talking about him. Allen Robinson, a guy who Hello. we felt – I don't even know if Matthew Stafford knows he's on, on the team. And, by the way, they're tied to him for at least next year. And that he looks was like coming disaster. off his worst season. Exa defensively, it's literally Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. They, they get no pass rush to help Aaron Donald. Nothing. It's like, Jalen, go make a play, please, if the ball's in the air. This, everything about this team is mediocre. This is not a team that is resembling no coming off a Super Bowl winning championship. It, it just doesn't. It, they've fallen completely off the yeah. cliff. Uh, Dwayne Wade impression? I love it. Why? I love it. 
because there was a certain. Oh my gosh! This one moment because of your stupid cold. No, there's a, there's several moments. Okay. There was a certain okay. we're smarter than everybody else. Okay. This attitude about the Rams. All right. They're like, forget right. the picks. Right. We don't need the picks. We're at, look at our brand new stadium. And guess what? We got OBJ and we got Von Miller. This and now we've got Allen Robinson. And now, guess what? You don't have an offensive line. Your <laughs> offensive linemen have been injured, so you got replacements, replacements. And now, look, offensive line struggles. Rams are tied for the most starting L-line combinations this season. Surprise, surprise, Matthew Stafford, you can't protect him. So there was a certain amount of hubris to their one championship that sort of got into my Patriots six championships soul. <laughs> there is an element of they, uh, that you and you, the Rams are a colleague of yours. You guys got the same job. And then it's like, wait, you, that's your car? And that's your house? And, that, and then you find out they're 200 grand in credit card debt. That's and you're right. like, oh. Yeah, well, I right. could have done that too. <laughs> that's right. But I that wasn't how I planned. And now all of a sudden, stuff's getting repossessed, and they can't even go out <laughs> to dinners anymore. And you do I do get that part of it because there is a tax wilds to doing things the way they and do. And now it's yep. due. And the, and the, that bill is has come. So due. like the laugh, what he mentioned earlier is like the laughing at the Cole Strange pick, and it was a little bit misinterpreted that they thought you won't get over it. They were like, oh, we thought he was going to be there late. Well, you know what? He wasn't there late where you have your picks because your picks are all gone. And you know what would have been good? If you kept a pick in your back pocket so you could draft an offensive lineman like Cole Strange so we didn't see Matthew Stafford How did Cole tied Strange for the league. Because we haven't talked about the Patriots the whole time. Oh, yeah, and your new guy, Zappy. Wilds out here cheating on Mac Jones with Bailey How Zappy. How dare you? To late night. Check Wilds DMs, How America. Dare you. Got Bailey Zappy's fingerprints all Wild, over. Let Wilds read the. Uh, you should have <laughs> no. let him read <laughs> no, the, the little no, promo. I talk through it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Four minutes left in the show, and we have saved the best for last. San Francisco, Carolina. You guys told me we behind were center here. was Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> you said we reclaiming his starting job from Trey Lance. Got yet another quarterback win. Now you know I will turn means. the floor over to my esteemed colleague, Chris Broussard. Thank you. And you know what that means, Nick? You knew it was just a matter of time. You made much out of Jimmy G falling out of the no, historic graphic. I made the point and that the graphic is dumb. The graphic is exceptional. All of America loves this graphic. It's a fact. We're back. You know I'm the facts over feelings guy. We're back. This is a fact. Mahomes, <laughs> Brady, Starbuck, Lamar, Montana, Manning, and Jimmy oh, G. Well, then can I just make All a request? All he does is win, God, baby. Doggy. Can I make a request? I, I got one you'll like even better. Uh, okay, I'm going to throw this at you. Go I got on, one you'll like even up. better. Yeah. Look at this one, Nick. Wait, there's a new This thing. is the only two quarterbacks ever to win their 35 of their first 50 games 
and have a passer rating of 98 or higher. That's 98 or higher. Oh, how that's a great passer rating. Look at that. Now he's what? not as good as Mahomes, okay, admittedly. But that, doesn't that warm your heart? That's no, a guy. Mahomes. He's in the same <laughs> sense. He's in the okay. same sense with Jimmy G. Okay. I just have one request if we are going to do this. Wilds, and you be the neutral arbiter. Where'd the music come from? <laughs> I do not think Brew should be allowed to have this graphic and to constantly say, I'm not saying Jimmy G is great. You are saying he's great. In fact, you are saying he is one of the greatest. Oh, God. I think you have to pick. You either can be with me that Jimmy G is a passenger on a super nice private jet that he sometimes gets to claim to be flying, or you must just be like, no, he's the reason. Because all those other guys are the reason. Wilds, what's the verdict? Rittar can do whatever he wants. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's official. That's official. Do you know why this is so maddening? Because the Niners season is going exactly how I thought it would. And how yeah, they on the way to the Super Bowl? Yeah. The you called it. Really? Celebrate. Yes. I mean, they lost. There's not a single Lance. game they've won because of Jim. Who did they lose to what? with Trey Lance? It Chicago? was a monster. Chicago? I don't care. I don't care if it was played in, 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 in Justin Fields' backyard. All right? It was a loss to the Chicago Bears. With Trey Lance. Fair. They don't lose that game with Jimmy G. Speaking of They don't lose that game with Jimmy G. As bad as the Bears with Jimmy G. They got a Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll, we'll cheer you up. And last we got. This is what we were supposed to do the whole segment. Well, Raiders upsetting the Chiefs oh, tonight. Get out of here. Would be unprecedented. <laughs> Would be? Uh, can, can, can we end the show with some the Colts beat the analysis? Chiefs. The Colts beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they're not going to go undefeated. Nobody said they were going to go undefeated. So I understand the Colts beat the Chiefs. It could happen. But I also understand. That Patrick Mahomes in prime time prime. is the greatest quarterback ever by all numbers. Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders is even better than that. He is 7-1, and one, 22 touchdowns, 3 picks, a 112 passer rating against the Raiders. And the last time, the only time he lost to them, what, what did the Raiders do, Wilds? They did laps around Arrowhead. And the Chiefs also saw... The Bills put it on the Steelers yesterday. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try to match that this evening before the game of the year next week in Arrowhead. Ooh, Chiefs Bills. So, it, I mean, I think the, I think Mahomes has four it's touchdowns like and the Chiefs do, roll. It feels like a little trap game. Trap it, game? It would be the culmination of a tough weekend for Nick. Ooh, How's it tough Baker. Weekend? Baker. He's hurt. The prince that was promised. Hey, so that I, wasn't good at uh, all. Uh, they lost to Houston. What are we, what are we and 2-2 in.